Welcome to the Balanced Wealth Podcast. My name is Jarrett Topel, and today I'm going to tackle the question of what is risk really? And as you'll see or hear is that the answer actually depends very much on your specific goals. What's safe for one investor may be very risky for another, and what feels safe to a particular person may actually be the riskiest course of action of all. When investing, most people traditionally think of the hierarchy of risk as looking like this. At the high end of the risk ladder are stocks. Stocks are risky. Everyone knows that, right? A stockholder is an owner of a company, and as an owner, they have unlimited upside and unlimited downside potential. Sounds risky enough, right? In the middle of the risk ladder, traditionally, you have bonds. Bonds are generally less risky than stocks, but still entail some risk. As a bondholder, you're not an owner, but a lender. And as a lender, you have some risk, but not nearly as much as the owner of a company, i.e. a stockholder. Then, traditionally, at the bottom of the risk ladder is good old-fashioned cash. Cash is basically risk-free. With cash, you're not an owner or a lender, and your asset is backed by the full faith and credit of the government. Just about as risk-free as you can get, right? That's what we're taught, and that's what the media reinforces every day. And for some people, this is true. But for other people, and I would argue for most people, the reality, based on their specific situation, is actually the other way around. For most people, cash is the riskiest investment they can hold. Bonds are less risky, and stocks are the least risky of all. That's right, I said it. Stocks are the least risky of all. I realize this doesn't ring true for many people out there. This goes against the grain of everything we've been taught. But I'm here today to explain why we have to rethink our preconceived notions on what risk is and what it is not in regard to investing. The issue here, and the reason why my risk ladder for most investors is in opposition to our traditional understanding of the popular mainstream risk ladder, is really one of semantics. People are getting risk confused with volatility. Risk, as defined by Webster's, is simply the possibility of loss. In this definition, risk has no upside potential at all. Volatility, on the other hand, is defined as the tendency to change quickly and unpredictably. Now remember, this could be upwards or downwards change, and isn't upward change, or volatility, exactly what we're looking for from our stock investments? We want stocks to be volatile. They need to be volatile in order to grow and outpace inflation. When people or the media say that stocks are risky, what they really mean is that they are volatile. Now this is absolutely true. But remember, for growth investors, volatility is exactly what we're looking for. When people say that cash is risk-free, what they're really trying to say is that cash is stable or not volatile. And I can't argue with that one bit. But risk-free? Absolutely not. What risk really is when investing is the statistical chances 
of not being able to meet your financial goals. Once again, what risk really is when investing is the statistical chances of not being able to meet your financial goals. Risk is not the chances of seeing significant volatility. Risk is the chances of failure. And for most people, this is the risk of running out of money before they run out of life. And to take this discussion one step further, in reality, the relative riskiness of stocks as compared to bonds and or cash are actually different for every person. It all depends on if you're trying to conserve your assets or if you're trying to grow your assets and to the degree to which you are trying to do either. Are you trying to grow your assets or conserve your assets? For someone looking to conserve their assets, the popular, the popular hierarchy is absolutely right. Stocks are risky, bonds in the middle, and cash has the least risk. However, for someone looking to grow their assets because they either need to or simply want to, the traditional hierarchy is flipped on its head. In this situation, cash is the riskiest with bonds in the middle and stocks are the least risky option of all. Let me give you a couple examples to help illustrate the point. First, let's say you've completed your financial plan and determined that you have plenty of money and don't need any growth to meet your financial goals. In other words, you can leave your money in cash and still fund your goals such as paying your bills, sending your kids to college, buying a vacation home, leaving a substantial inheritance, whatever they may be. In this rare case, when there's no need for growth, then yes, I agree with the usually accepted hierarchy of risk. In this situation, stocks are the riskiest because they have the highest chance of downside volatility. Of course, they also have the largest chance for upside volatility, but since you don't need upside, what does that matter? In this situation, you might as well keep all your money in cash. Forget about dealing with the stress of volatile assets such as stocks and even bonds. You've already won the game. Why keep playing when all you can do is reduce your chances of success? Now let's do another example. Let's say you've done your planning and like most people, you've determined you don't have plenty of money. In this case, when you absolutely need growth to reach your goals, cash becomes the riskiest asset. If you don't have the money needed to reach your goals and you put it all in cash, you have basically guaranteed failure. And guaranteed failure sounds pretty darn risky to me. Yes, you've gotten rid of that pesky volatility, but volatility is exactly what you need. The real risk here is not volatility, it's insufficient growth. In this situation, stocks give you the best chances for long-term success, bonds give you less but still some chance, and cash gives you no chance at all. So what's one to do if they have goals they're not on track to reach if they leave their money in cash? but they don't feel comfortable investing in stocks and bonds. The good news is there's only four simple options. The bad news is you probably won't like any of them. The four options are change your goals, save more, spend less, or die younger. And if you don't like any of these options, change your goals, save more, spend less, or die younger, well, then you have to be prepared to invest in stocks and bonds, deal with the volatility, and stay invested regardless of what your stomach is telling you. 
After all, for most people, this is their only alternative to guaranteed failure. So don't shun volatility, embrace it. Thank you.